Welcome to the Brave Yes CEO Show, a podcast that explores what it means to be business brave. I'm your host, Sean Fink, a brave business coach for wholehearted entrepreneurs. I help you upgrade your confidence, your cash, and your commitments to contributing to the greater good. Stick around for today's Brave Yes CEO episode, and I invite you to learn more about me and my Brave Business Coaching Program over at seanfink.com. Welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. The sun is out. The weather is warming up. The pool is ready. The kids are out of school next Friday. I am here for this message that I'm going to talk to you about today. It is never more apparent to me than this time of the year of why I am an entrepreneur. The fact that I am able to spend the summer with my kids and still contribute to our family finances and the greater good of helping and serving others, and more importantly, doing work that I love, that brings me alive, that gives me purpose. This is why I am a business owner. This is why I am an entrepreneur. I started my first business because I wanted more flexibility and I wanted to have time with my kids. And now, 10 years later, I am still here for that. Now, my kids are a lot older now, and they will need me way less. But nonetheless, I still want to be able to enjoy my life with them this summer. So today, I'm talking about what it means to be business brave. Let's get business brave. This is a concept that came out of a coaching call that I had where the coach was really asking me, okay, what are you about? Like, what are you, you know, what's your purpose? You know, and I talk about the brave yes, um, and the brave yes has its, its purpose. But what I've been trying to stress upon you all in these latest, latest recent episodes is that there is so much more to our roles as leaders of our businesses Beyond that brave yes, it's not all big, shiny leaps. A lot of the work that we are doing is more understated. A lot of the courage work that we are doing is much more, it's more invisible. And so today I'm talking about what it means to be business brave. My passion and purpose is working with wholehearted, heart-centered entrepreneurs. These are entrepreneurs who believe greatly in making the world a better place, um, make helping people thrive, helping the land thrive, helping systems thrive, whatever it is. But my people really want to see change, progress, and things just improve for people and systems and communities. And that is their passion. So there, yes, there are entrepreneurs and there is more to it than that. And so when I say, let's get business brave, what I'm really saying is, let's really build businesses that are wholehearted, that are human centered 
And by human, I mean you, the founder, the leader of the business, and those you serve, and those who are impacted by the work that you're doing. So money, meaning, and the greater good. You go to my website, you look at the homepage, the very first words you will see is money, meaning, and the greater good. And I say that because I really think that a business and the people that I work with and love to work with is not just business as usual. When I say money, meaning, and the greater good, what I'm saying is this isn't just about a sales strategy. This isn't just about having a website and selling. There is much more to it. It's much more spiritual. It's much more aligned. And that is where we start to get into what it means to run and operate a wholehearted, heart-centered business. When Let's talk about the alternative, okay? Business as usual. Business as usual doesn't have a lot of heart. Business as usual really creates and stresses harmful business practices, harmful marketing practices, harmful sales practices, much of which I could deem unethical, much of which creates results that are often mediocre at best. So when we operate a wholehearted business, we are saying that money, meaning, and the greater good can all be priorities. All priorities. Not just money. Not just meaning. <laughs> Not just greater good. But all three together, when combined, create a flourishing business and founder behind the business. So when I say let's get business brave, what I'm saying is let's do what it takes to run a meaningful business that is also about contributing to the greater good. And let's make sure that we are making money while we're doing that because this is our time and our lives and our retirement on the line. Here's the thing about working with wholehearted entrepreneurs, and if you are one, you'll totally, first of all, settle in, right? Like this is gonna be for you. But what I have found is that my most aligned clients who are wholehearted entrepreneurs, who believe in baking injustice in their business models, who believe in you know kind, human-centered practices, how do I say this? They, they really are, shy about making money. They are hesitant to do what it takes for themselves to thrive and make money. It's almost like they have an allergy to asking for money. And so a lot of the work that we do is getting you over that hump. Um, and so if you're, if you are going, yeah, 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 that's me. That's me. I get it. I get it. I had an allergy against selling too. 10, 12 years ago when I was figuring out what what, you know, how I was becoming a business owner, I had been just prior to that I had been a 
for a decade a journalist. And I talked about this on my Instagram page um, pretty recently. But during that time, you know, when you're a journalist, there's basically one big rule. Well, there's a lot of rules, but there's there's one rule in the newsroom that you stay in the newsroom. You do not go over to the advertising department. You do not go into the sales department. That is not for journalists. That is called the dark side. And you don't go to the dark side. So when I started becoming a freelance writer and a creator online and you know, eventually started having my own programs, I had an allergy to selling because I saw selling as the dark side. I saw selling as the dark side. And then it occurred to me that I can't make more things until I have more money to sustain my own ability to thrive, all the bills and expenses that I had, and on top of that, everything that we had going on as a family. And so I realized if I want to stay in business, I actually need money. It almost becomes a vicious cycle. And I remember the very first expense was my email provider. As soon as I had to start paying for my email list, I recognized that I'm going to need to make money. So money is the first pillar of what it means to be business brave. Brave enough to ask for the sales, brave enough to charge what you know your work is valued for, brave enough to set boundaries around how and who you accept money from. That's the first step. That's the first pillar. And by the way, all of this is broken down in the Business Brave Manifesta over on my website. You can scroll down through it and really get a feel for what I'm talking about when I say, let's be business brave. The Manifesta is a visual um, website you know, page that you can go through that really dives deeper into these concepts. And so I really encourage you to head over there and just read what I, this is my personal brave business, brave manifesto. It is how I approach business. And I think it's really important for you to see that and know that about me as a coach. And if it speaks to you, then we should get into more conversations. If it doesn't speak to you, more power to you, create your own manifesto. <laughs> That's how that works. Um, so I will leave the link in the show notes for you to head over and read that. So money is the first aspect of things that we need to talk about here. The next, though, I really want to focus on is the meaning. And I talked about this in the, at the start when I talk about a business that lights me up, a business that feels like self-care for me, a business that energizes me and excites me. Uh, for I mean, literally for 10 years, I just, when I'm not mothering and cooking meals and taking care of the kids, I'm working. And I'm doing that because my work gives me purpose. It is not my self-worth, but it is a big part of my purpose as a human being. I am here to serve. I am here to empower. I am here to disrupt. I am here to motivate. I am here to hold accountability. I am here to push you. I am here to call you out. This is what I do. And this is why I'm such 
a, this is why I'm such a good coach. Um, and it's why I keep going. When we can find meaning from our work, and by the way, the meaning making that I find in my work is not just in the delivery of the work, it's all the aspects that I bring to the work. You can just go over and look at the manifesto and see what I'm talking about. I brought meaning to my work just by creating that manifesto. But meaning making in our businesses as entrepreneurs is all about how are we showing up and living and leading with our values, with our strengths? How are we feeling filled up by the work that we're doing? How are we contributing and, and finding meaning from that contribution? When we develop processes, routines, rituals in our work, doesn't matter what you do. You might have the most, you know, boring, uh, systematized business in it, but if you are not drawing meaning from it, then something's got to change. And that might mean that you need to change a system or a, a process or a ritual or add in something. But when you get to your desk or when you get to your work and you are, if you are not feeling it, then that tells me you have disconnected from the meaning and it's time to re-energize and it's time to really draw upon the sources of inspiration that are going to help you get back, get that meaning back. So that is the second pillar of what it means to be business brave. You are building a business that allows you to really feel authentically filled up, like you are serving in your highest self. The final pillar here that I'm talking about is the greater good, contributing to the greater good. When we are business brave, we are doing right. We are incorporating a ethic of kindness, an ethic of care in all aspects of our business. I was um, watching a thread unfold on, I think it was Facebook, um, you know, a few weeks ago. And I heard, I saw a business owner uh, responding to a question about hiring a VA, a virtual assistant. And the immediate response was, hey, I have a VA. I only have to charge her anywhere from three to $7 an hour. And I, my whole body just cringed. How is that contributing to the greater good? If you are only paying $3 an hour, I don't care where they live because this person lives here in the United States, your ability to pay more than $3 is the chances are very good. That is one way that we can contribute to the greater good, but there are countless ways. And if contributing to the greater good is baked into our business model, baked into our business tactics and strategies, baked into how we serve and deliver, that is essential. 
But this is where the brave part comes in. There's a lot of people selling unethical strategies. There's a lot of people out there doing the wrong things. And you, as the founder, as the CEO, as the business owner, as the leader of your business, you get to make these decisions and do it differently. And so when you are baking in an ethic of care and kindness, you're doing things differently. You're doing things very differently. And so when you are thinking about being business brave, when you're sitting at your desk, going through your weekly planning, I want you to think about these three pillars of what it means to be business brave. I want you to think about what your money situation, your money story is right now in how you are accepting money, how you are taking money, how you are prioritizing money. Because your money is going to help you contribute to the greater good. If you don't have any, you can't contribute. The more you have, the more you can contribute. The more money you have, the more power and influence you have. So it's important to think about the money stories that are driving you and your business right now. I'm not talking about childhood money stories. I'm talking about the money story that you are working with right now. The next pillar, meaning. How are you getting meaning from your business right now? What about what parts of your business are lighting you up? What parts of your business are zapping you energetically? And what would it take for you to shift that so that getting to your work and doing your work lights you up, brings you alive? And then finally, what are your greater good practices? What are your greater good goals? What would you like to do with that money that you have that's laying around that's a little extra? Or what would you like to contribute to that you're not doing so now? Having these kinds of goals in place gives you something bigger to work toward. So you're not just about the sale. You're about the ripple of the sale. The ripple that changes the client that you're working with and then changes all the people that they come into contact with or all the systems they come into contact with. One of my favorite clients works for the government and is constantly trying to figure out how to not become another bureaucrat because the system is there and set for her. But she refuses to become that. Sometimes we have to set bold boundaries in our work and in our businesses so that we can resist the powerful systems that are in place that are doing too much harm, that are leading people astray, that are misguiding your business, your leadership of your business can lead people 
into that ethic of care, of kindness, of human-centered practices. And you are the first human who needs to thrive from those practices. You. If you are not thriving in mind, body, and spirit, and financially, then you don't have a wholehearted business model and you need to make some changes. And I'm here for it. You can hop on a Zoom call with me and we will walk through what's going on for you and we will help you start to see what's possible. All coaching discovery calls with me are free. Just head over to my website. I'll leave the link in the show notes. Book your call. Brave Business Coaching is all about helping you get business brave and do the things that you need to do to align your goals around money, your goals around meaning, your goals around the greater good. Thank you so much for listening today. My whole passion in coaching is really mastering three kinds of practices. The business practices that you need to shore up, the strategies that you need to have in place so that you have a pipeline of clients and customers. Also, your well-being, resilience, and spiritual audacity practices. This is about you having the energy, the capacity, the stamina, the joy in place so that you can serve as your highest self. And then finally, the greater good practices. All about contributing to the greater good, ethical marketing, kind, human-centered business practices. Because we are the leaders of this new economy. We are the ones building the future. We are the ones who are here to lead the way. All we have to do is get business brave. Thank you so much. Have a great week, everybody. 